Oh God, is it interpretive dance? It's 60s dance. Oh my God. What year was this? 64? 64. Oh my God. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign and yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch older movies and review them from our modern everyday perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we watched Viva Las Vegas. It was Viva Viva Las Vegas! Vegas. Wow. In 1964, <laughs> written by Sally Benson, directed by George Sidney, starring Elvis Presley, Anne Margaret, and Cesare De Nova. Okay, to be clear. before we even do any, I've got some comments on just that. Okay. First off, her name is Anne Margaret. It's just her first name. She's like Madonna. Yeah. Anne yes. Margaret. Yes. Okay, just getting that out of the way. And Serena, do you... Does Sally Benson ring a bell to you? It does, and I was trying to place it. She is the screenwriter, or the, the sorry, she wrote the book, Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh! Yeah, oh, and it's, yeah. it's like semi-autobi- semi-autobiographical? Yes. There Damn, Betsy! Would you have some coffee before this? Uh, yeah, those are my, just, those are my, my first yes. off thoughts. I feel like um, we don't get a lot of repeat writers. Yeah, yeah, it, and a woman. Mm. Yeah, I noticed and she wrote a couple of screenplays, and this was one of them. Awesome! Yeah, cool, love it. All right, quick synopsis, Tracy. Go. What is this movie about? I mean, who who knows? <laughs> it's it's about a lot. There's a lot going on, but really um, not a lot going on at the same right. time. Right. <laughs> so there's this down on his luck race car driver named Lucky who needs a new engine for his car to enter a race. And for some reason he's staying at a hotel. Oh, is it he near was, the race? He was just driving through Vegas, I think. Oh, okay. And stopped for a minute. Oh, that's where the race was. That's where the race was. But he was okay. going to go through to Los Angeles to get the engine. Okay. And at the hotel, he and like his rival, they're like, frenemies like they They they're friends but they compete against each other they meet you know a beautiful girl and he tries to woo her they both kind of try to woo her i don't um yeah and and it's kind of um his their relationship and how they fall in love and oh yeah there's a car race yes seriously oh yeah that's right (laughs) we have to do a car race yeah at the tail end um so yeah that's that's it Good, that, yeah, good job. That is yeah. literally it. That is the whole plot. <laughs> I, you, I thought it was say, funny when you, when you said this, because I was like, oh, another car movie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, because of course we were like, oh yeah, used, we were comparing it as usual yeah. to used cars, death race. Yeah. Oh, and then of course there's a lot of singing and dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a musical. And Margaret, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Musical and comedy. I did a little little bit of research because I feel like I should have known more about like Elvis and Vegas than I mm-hmm. did. Um, and this is by far his, I think they said his be- one of his best films. 
Um, and it is obviously it's it's mostly known for the song Viva Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it that's is, how I knew of it. You know, mm-hmm. that's really the right thing so that's the, that's survived is, is I, even if you haven't seen this movie because it was written for this movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I um I picked this movie because I want to do an Elvis because I don't think I've ever seen an Elvis movie all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces here mm-hmm. and there. Um, and I was like, all right, let me Google it and see what is objectively his best movie. And this, this wasn't, it didn't often top the lists, but it was always on the lists as like one, two, three. Yep. Um, I think, I, I think objectively speaking, his best role was actually a Western, which we, I was like, no, no, we want to do a very Elvisy movie. And this is yeah. a very Elvisy movie. So. Uh, and like, they said like his chemistry was good with Anne Margaret. Um, yeah, that was one of my was, comments. Yeah, and she was able to hold her own really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just have to say, I give props to Elvis. I really, I had never seen an Elvis movie either. And when you see someone, you know, multi-talented, I always have my doubts. Like, oh, yeah. the only can they really act this. exactly? Yeah. And I, he can. I think he can. Again, yeah, 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 and I mean, if you can, you can tell that in something like this, which is very fluffy, and then you know, if you see some of his serious roles, I think, I think it really comes out. I, I would be very curious. I would, I would very much like to see that. Yeah, it's same with um. I compared him actually to Marilyn Monroe because I think she. Oh my god, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> she's very famous for her fluffy roles, but she was she was a. a very good actress and did some very dramatic roles that were objectively her best, but they're not her most famous, you know? I would be curious to see, I really don't know much about Elvis um, to see if, if Elvis like um, Marilyn Monroe was like a, a personality. Yeah. Like a two people person. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think Mm. his, I think his real name was Elvis, right? Um, Yeah, I think so. So I don't think it was, it was, you know, like that, but I wonder if there was a, an element of a uh, persona. Yeah. 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 I, got I actually compared him a, to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> wow. I had a weird thought of Johnny Cash for some reason. It's that era. Definitely yeah. that era. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did everyone like it? I liked it. I definitely, I loved it. It was fun. It's just, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. It, that's just it. It was, there was nothing more to glean from it, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was both fun to enjoy and a little bit to laugh at because it's so 60s. We were, yes. like, you know, it's it, like we always say, we always say the phrasing, but it was a moment in time. So you're watching. It's just, that's the I, like I think, how many times did I say, what is that? What are they doing? Yeah. And, and the answer was always, it's the 60s. Yeah. And then you were like, yeah, yep, okay. Yeah, the dancing styles. Oh. Right. So <laughs> what was it I said? The, you know, um, ask somebody in 50 years to, you know, watch a video of, the, of somebody flossing and it's going to be the exact same reaction. Oh my yes. gosh, what the hell are they doing? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I definitely brought up TikTok and I was like, okay, well, because a lot of, my question was because it's a musical, one of like the dance scenes, they all were doing a dance. And I was like, is this them being in a musical and they all know how to dance or do they know how to do this dance? Because it, 
it re immediately reminded me of, and we'll get to it, but um, Hairspray, where yeah. like you did dances like that. People knew how to do a specific dance. Right. And like, yeah, because uh -huh. I mean, and there were even some moments where we, we recognized a dance move, like um, yes. the chicken tail feather. Like they did it a few times. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that more, but definitely. I know. I was going to say, guys, you're saying my, my I know. notes. I know. I'm we're, so sorry. I know. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We are getting ahead of ourselves. Bring it all back. Bring it all back. Top of the marquee. What was everyone's favorite part? Serena, you go first. Um, all right. I'm going to go with the opening scene. Um, to start, to start. Uh, okay. When Elvis steps on the scene. Now, this is my first ever Elvis movie, so... I always got this vibe that Elvis was super cheesy and like. Do you know, you know, Vegas Elvis, not movie star Elvis. And when I say Vegas star Elvis, I'm, I'm talking about when he was like overweight and on drugs and in the white glitzy glam. Yes. That's know. immediately what I think of is that white glitzy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe this is my first ever movie and the opening scene, he just walks in and he's like, he knew he was hot and with yeah. that air of confidence, you know? Yep. yep. And yeah. So I was like pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, all right. All right. I'll pay attention. All right. That was definitely like that first scene. I, I liked it. I, the, the whole opening scene, the music, um, the spanning uh, over the whole strip there, the Vegas strip, like it really gave you like a, a feel of what you were getting into. Yeah. And, and it's very iconic. What you were about like when you think of yeah. Vegas, think of that this Vegas at yeah. night with the lights yeah yeah, yeah. I, I liked it a lot and then I later looked up I forgot to check my cheat sheet so I, I later looked up the year and I was like oh okay that makes sense 64 right yeah. of course but anyway so I like that I feel like Tracy might be saying this so I don't want to like steal all of them but the uh the chemistry was just flawless it really I mean, it was, was it was it really it was, was. really it, yeah, I mean, there was a couple of different scenes I liked. I mean, I thought it was really cute that she was a swim instructor for the kids and she was like helping them dive off, and yes. these like, tiny little children were like diving off the board, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I I yes, can I? I'm going to expand on that because yeah, yeah, I enjoyed away. that a lot um, because they were originally looking for because she they met her and then they you know didn't know her name, didn't know where she worked, so they were always looking at the showgirls at all of the like the yeah. casinos or whatever yep. had a different show and they were looking for her. and I, I was like oh, okay she's gonna be the beautiful bombshell or whatever not that she isn't but like we eventually do find her and she's just she's a, a working girl she is a yeah. swim instructor she helps little kids and she's she's wholesome and that was that was a relief to me I'm like oh okay you know yeah you don't expect you don't expect the in a movie like Viva Las Vegas, not yeah. not knowing going into it what you were going to get, you absolutely expected both of them to be very, yeah, like glamorous people or glamorous, yeah, you know, having and glamorous it, careers. Yeah, so I yes, I agree, Serena. Good job. Well, it just yeah, it was like pleasant surprise, and I was like, whoa, what is happening right now? There's a there. The sun comes up in Vegas. There's a pool and swim lessons and children. What is happening? This is. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I like that. I'm going to write your, your own quote down. The sun comes up That's in what? Vegas? I love what? it. There's it's daylight. That's true. <laughs> true. Good favorite parts, Serena. Tracy. My favorite part is uh, the lady loves me. Uh, and she loves me. Oh, my God. Uh, but she doesn't know it yet. 
Yes. 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 Um, yes. Wait, was and, that the duet? Is that the duet? Yes. Okay, it's the yeah. duet when Can he's I, at the pool. Yes. Yeah. So yep. I, this was his like him finding her again. And then he like grabs his frenemies like guitar and is like, Hey, and kind of starts to woo her. And she just is like, no. So it's this duet. She's no, but it's still a flirty no. It is a flirty no. And the, the reason she, sh- she slams a door in his face and she like smiles and giggles and like, you know, is like, oh, okay. So it is a hard to get, but the whole, it, it sets her character up that she can hold her own. And it's, I just love the music. It's just fun. It's this, they both get to sing and it's, the rhyming scheme of it was just yeah, so cute I wrote and clever. All, I wrote and, and I don't know, through this whole movie, there were some like entendres, double entendres there. I don't know if everybody picked them up, but I was like, oh, look at, you go 60s making this. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wait, yeah, did you look at the lyrics of that song, Trace? Yes. I did, I wrote them down. I was like, oh my God, what? I was like, excuse me. I was like, whoa, there's children in the pool right now. <laughs> I know, right? I was dying. I, I, that, that, scene, that scene was definitely one of my top. I agree with you. So anyway, I just love that. I think it showed the best of both of them singing. Yeah. I sh- think it showed the best of their like, their, their beginning chemistry, um, and it was just a fun number. It just yeah. was. Yeah. So I really liked it too. I completely that's, agree. That's a great favorite part. I, yep. Good job. So, Bets. So, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Uh oh. My favorite part was actually Anne Margaret's facial expressions. Oh, God. Oh, my no. God. Oh, no. my God. I love that. I love no. that. I was making was videos so of it. Was I was bad. like, is this a joke? <laughs> that's no. just like a showgirl. Like, I have never, like, no actress has ever committed the way she committed to those facial expressions. Listen. And they were a bad, it was a bad commitment. It I wish so I could fun. erase them. It's Her so... head was just, like, on its own. No. Tracy. Tracy. No. The number that she did. Uh, oh, the dance scene. This is a whole vibe right now. This right. is a whole mood. That's exactly it. It's, I appreciated the commitment. And so. Yeah, we, it was a hundred percent of a mood. Right. And when we were initially watching it, I was like, uh, we were both like, oh my God, what is with the facial expressions? But then I went back and I did a rewatch on a scene for another reason. And I was like, you know what? I like now I'm like, yeah, yeah. Her facial expressions. Like it's just, it, I think it's not the first time around. It's the second time around that I'm like, yeah, okay. The facial expression. All I can say about it is it is sixties. Like it, is it 60s. was because exactly. it was, it was the, basically when she was dancing, I feel yeah. like. I think yeah. And she was full on expressions it. during dancing. Like, yeah. Cause was it was, it was it. almost interpretive yeah. dance. Like, and that's, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a whole mood. It, yeah, it you're right. It was. And you're right. She threw herself 120% into it. I also had. That's your as, favorite part, though? Oh my God. Well, I, so, what I wrote down for favorite part was it was just so 60s. Oh, yeah. Like, just the fact, like, everything about it. And then I said, but really, and Margaret's facial expressions. So, yeah. All right, guys. Wheel of questions. Wheel, Wheel of questions. Questions. <laughs> So we landed today on two truths and a lie. So I am going to be reading. One lie. (laughs) I'm going to be reading three facts, and uh, we're going to see which ones. If you can identify if one of them is a lie, I will. I will say 
I'm I'm not going to be surprised if you guys catch the lie immediately. It's totally fine. I don't know. You did a great job before. Remember when we thought you were really oh bad at it, but we found out that you were really good at it? I worked <laughs> way harder you- on that one than I did on this one. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Number one. Tony Basil of Oh, Mickey, You're So Fine fame. Yeah. We had a bit role in the in the movie. Uh, that's number one. Number two. It, this movie is uh, reportedly one of Steven Spielberg's favorite movies. And number three, Anne-Margaret was actually six years older than Elvis. Oh, I didn't, I didn't check my facts. I feel All like of those things. I really want the first one to be true, but I feel like it's too good to be true because that would be an amazing connection that Bring It On is, is actually connected to this Elvis movie. So, and the second one was the Spielbergs. I feel like Spielberg would like Elvis. And what was the last one? Anne Margaret was actually six years older than Elvis. I, I'll believe that but one. She's really she had hiding. a baby face. Um, what are your thoughts, okay, Serena? So I'm, I'm between one and two. When she first said one, I was like, eh. And then she said two, and I was like, hmm. So I'm between those. <laughs> it's eh or hmm. Eh or hmm. I'm going to say one is a lie, but I really do want to be it to be true. So either way, I'll be happy because either I'm right <laughs> or it's right. All right. Um, what about Serena? I'm leaning towards two. Okay, so Tracy says one is a lie. Serena, you say two is a lie? Okay, number three is the lie. <laughs> right! Oh, come on! So, okay. So, Anne Margaret was, was good. actually... That means both of us are right, which is amazing. Yeah. So, um, Anne Margaret was actually six years younger than Elvis. Oh, okay. There was um, an interview uh, with Terry Garr somewhere that said that uh, this this is one of Spielberg's favorite movies. And the reason it came up was because Terry Garr also had a very minor bit role in it. And yeah, Tony Basil. So it was the scene where it it was the coordinated dance that you were like, oh, I don't know if they, and then, you know, he jumped up on the, on the stage and he was singing to Anne Margaret. Yep. When they, zoom out the red dress girl the red dress girl (laughs) no way the red dress girl yes i love that that is so fun yep yep red dress Um, girls time basil yeah good good job Job. all right wait a minute how has this movie influenced or influenced by other movies oh okay so i i feel like this is an unfair question yeah because i i mean i know like all the movies I was thinking of are just set in Vegas. So I think it's just like the essence of Vegas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that more than anything else, it didn't influence any particular movies. It influenced our perception of Las Vegas. Even okay. to this day. I mean, it's, I feel like it's the, the, the song is the theme song of Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. read somewhere that like, it is played every like 4.5 seconds. I'm making that set up, but it is like they 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 play it all the time to the point where it's one of the most famous ones that the Bellagio fountain goes to. Oh, that makes sense. I yeah, I think the same I have I have the same reason like it's just the 60s in general. Right. So, I got heavy influences or or not heavy influences um it just reminded you. It reminds you of hairspray. Yeah. So like like 60s musicals so hairspray grease yeah i got a little bit of singing in the rain with some of the the dances and and costumes really it was more of the aesthetic of those when we went to each of the different casinos or the the shows they all had different costumes on at one point i actually had to look it up at it because i thought the character of ann margaret specifically in one of her outfits was identical to daphne from scooby-doo <laughs> um, and actually oh my it, god 
it's not, it wasn't based on that because Daphne is based on another character. But, um, but Scooby-Doo started in 1969. So, um, and this was 64. So I think like it was just more of the fashion. It's the, you know, but I thought of Austin Powers because this was such, this was such like, like you said, it was, it was fun to not make fun of it, but it was very fluffy. It was, it was, you know, and, and talk about, you know, making fun of something. Austin Powers was, took all of the 60s things and, yes. and amped them up to yes. like the, you know. Oh, that's, so. a real, that's a good one. Yeah. Because I am sure this was used as a reference point for Austin Powers. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. Ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How does this film hold up? I mean, I'm going to give the excuse of, of it was a moment in time. It was so quintessential 60s. I, it's hard to answer this question. It almost doesn't apply. Yeah. Yep. I was just going to, I'm going to say something about like the female character, but she kind of held her own. It was supposed to be a love triangle, but there was never any point where she was really going to end up with the count. Right. Um, And I don't, I I don't even, I didn't even get the feeling that sometimes when you have two characters, like in uh, Valley Girl, whether it's like, those are the only two choices and you have to make one because you can't possibly choose either a third option or not choosing anybody. I never felt that. It was just, you know. Yeah, so. it was always like they like Elvis and Anna Margaret were in love, and she was using the count just to get back at him. Right. Oh my gosh, that whole scene was hilarious it too. Was, and and it was that, you know what? It was a rare moment when you were seeing Elvis doing comedy, and that I think is really rare. Um, I have well. the comedy that you're speaking of, Betsy, is on my Instagram story currently. Um, it's when he was listening in in the door, and then they open the door on him. It's the and whole he's scene like, when he like he takes yeah, the, the whole scene. chips and he like yes he's, yeah he's all like, in their business yeah yeah I like literally was laughing out loud very loudly to that last part where he just like yeah I was just and then he just walks away and I was like dying laughing <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I can't with this guy he's too much I so I put down um and maybe this is because you know fashion comes full circle and we get each decade comes back. I have in here specifically um, yellow swimsuit. Yes. Interested in that. I love like the, the tie the thing. thing on the, yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then I just wrote, I secretly love this fashion. It's, it's, yeah. it's 60s, but it's almost like borderline 70s, but it's before sh- things get cheesy. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. It's like, it, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. There's a word I'm looking for, and it's not like Bell of the Ball. It's like a... It's almost chic. girl next door. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. chic, but like hold the hoe. You know what I mean? Chic, um, hold the hoe. Chic, <laughs> hold the hoe. Okay, I got you. So I, I also That's have... another Serena I have to run down. Whereas 70s is... It's not really like 70s necessarily. I mean, 70s going into 80s is like heavy on the hoe, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I I did put music and dancing. Normally, music and dancing, um, musicals in general, I'm I kind of I'm over them. Usually, I kind of just I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, I felt like the music held up. I felt like the dancing held up. I mean, yeah. that that dance where she does that number, I was like, dude, I was just doing that in my kitchen. But I mean, it's like the type of dancing influenced, you know, some of the modern day dances as well. Yeah. So I feel like that yeah. held up. Um, I feel like the love story itself kind of held up. It, it, it was she wasn't just oh Scoo, except for that we're in love 
Oh my god, it was Oh like, yeah. What was going on with that ending? Oh yeah, was, can someone explain to me that last one second where the race was, was ending and then all of a sudden they were at the altar? Right, yeah. well it was funny because he crossed the finish line and he won and I go, wow, that was kind of anticlimactic. And then we got the wedding and then we were done. Like it was Yeah, it's like they ran out of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the it's like the they ran out of money and they had to do it in like right. one one take. Right, right, right. Yeah, but I mean, and, but before all that, but this is pre race. Like the the love story, the, maybe it was just the chemistry in general. But I felt like the whole story kind of held up, and it was light. It wasn't too heavy. It wasn't like a super confusing plot. So like I felt like yeah, I don't know. You know where I stand. I feel like there. If you're gonna, if if we're gonna analyze the plot for a second, I feel like. Her character was inconsistent, if mm-hmm. anything, um, because there was so much back and forth of he loves, like, you know, do I love him, blah, blah, blah. And then she went from this kind of like holding her own character to the scene where they're in the garage and she. Yeah, the garage scene was kind of off. Yeah, yeah that no, really threw me. Yeah. The garage but, scene, the garage scene was like she caught feelings and she went stage five clinger. <laughs> but then she was mad at herself, right? So she yeah. she's literally like yelled at herself in the garage, and I, I also wanted to yell at her. I was like, "Just why? Why are you bringing a basket of sandwiches? F the sandwiches. Leave the sandwiches and go and whatever. Had, say your bit. Yeah. Like I don't know how I to fix that, but a lot of questions about that because I didn't quite understand the father either. Why did he like? It was why almost. Did he, why did he yeah. care about the cars? Why was he there? And she was so dead set against racing because she thought it was so dangerous to, I'm going to grab, you know, hop in this helicopter and cheer for you along the way. So I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part. Either, too. I, See, I, I just, feel like, like we missed her, her revelation of yeah. either if I love him, I'm going to have to learn to love this or an explanation or something. Like, I think I threw out there and this is kind of getting into boom. I fixed it where like, the reason she doesn't like car racing is because like her mom died in a car crash or something like that. But yeah. then that doesn't explain why the dad was like all about it. I where was her mom? Dad... Did, that, did that really happen? Or were you just saying that? No, I just guessed that. That would have been perfect. Yeah. We right? never, we never got explanation, but I, so I think that the father was interested. So the father covered the engine. Yes. And I think it was that it was his way of condoning their match. Like he wanted her, like he thought he wanted, that, she, he was, that Elvis was good for her. Like um, marrying her off via engine. And wanted, wanted to give him, so I think the idea, I think the whole premise is based on the fact that if he wins the race, he's got it made in the shade. Like he's going to be a famous race car driver and he's okay. going to have success, right? Because that's, that's what I also had issues with. Because I'm like, so what? He won. Does that mean he gets money? Like they never discussed prize money, did they? Or like, no, oh, if think, he wins this, he'll be able to be a race car driver now. Or right. I think that that was, the, I think that's the only explanation I can think of that kind of answers all the questions where was he's taking a gamble, but if he, if he wins this, they, they will have stability. He'll be famous. He'll get everything he wants. And so she wanted to cut ties beforehand because she didn't trust that he was going to win. And the father wanted, decided to take the chance and give him the money for the engine. Does that make, like, I guess. I, mean, I I'm guess. Yeah. To, I, sure. I'm just trying to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they just were leaving it open to interpretation for us to figure it out. Tracy, I know we're not at boom yet, but like you did fix it with the whole mom died in a car crash thing. That a hundred percent would absolutely give us at least some 
kind of understanding. Right. I don't know. But we like everything with like a big bow on it and wrapped up and yeah. have us understand. Like that's for me. Well, at least. It doesn't I, need to be a bow. It just needs to be motivation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I do feel like I gave it like a ton of allowance because yeah. it, that wasn't the point. The plot, weirdly enough, the plot was not the point of this movie. <laughs> so yeah. I kind of like let it go. Yeah. Um, but let's jump into boom. We fixed it. Yeah. Um, because I actually, I did put an A because I, because the plot wasn't the point. I didn't try to fix the plot, but you're right. The plot did need to be fixed. <laughs> I have, I have a, I, I have some fixes that being one of them. One of them would have been to have a Greece-like ending where she where fully they fly accepts, off in the car into the where they fly off in the car. Yes. Because they made the car so well where she fully accepts him. And she's like, if I, if I, if I want to love him, I need to love, like accept who he is. Yeah. And she becomes like, like she kind of did where she be- went to the garage, puts, puts on the, the, the jumpsuit and is like helping and stuff. So it wouldn't have been the bimbo scene. It would have been here. I'm here to help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to, but then it would have been like him, like selling the car or something like that, where like, he's like, you're oh. right. I'm going to give this all up. You know what I mean? Like, so they a, meet in the like middle. A, a gift of the Magi situation. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, and then like the, the ending of course would be like, no, we've got this car. Go and do it anyway. And they fall in love and then fly off into the sky. My second fix, which I kind of like better, is when we first meet her in the movie, like this is legit, she comes in because there's something wrong with her car. Mm-hmm. So my, my fix is we keep the car in the garage and they're trying to fix it. That's right. That's right. And somehow she, she leaves. They don't get her name. So that whole thing stays. And during this whole movie they're fixing her car. So they're fixing it, they're fixing it, they're fixing it. Because in the the real life, in this movie, at the very end, when they finally get the engine, they put it in the new race car and he tries to start it and he can't. Like it is down to the last minute. They need to get to the starting line and it won't run. And in the movie, it obviously starts up and he goes. But I want in the fixes him to go, what are we gonna do? We don't have a car. And she goes, yes, we do. And we pan to like the car that they've been souping up and fixing this entire time and realizes that the car that she's been driving is, is the perfect race car. Cause they've like, this is the race car garage, right? Like they've been fixing race cars this whole time. So of oh. course they're going to give like her car the most like, you know, yeah. So, yeah. and they, and that's how like, she kind of helps save the day and everything like that. And they use her, you know, whatever to, to win the race. Basically, there are so many better endings or better <laughs> plot lines than what we got in this movie yeah. is basically what it comes I think, to. <laughs> yeah, I, now that you're saying that, there are a lot of holes in the plot. And I'm, I think I was so focused on the Elvis and the, the chemistry between Elvis and, and Margaret. Which and Margaret. We, I think that's the point. That right, is the point. Right. Right. Yeah, and so I was so focused on that that I wasn't fully. I was like loving the music, loving the outfits. I had all these other things that were like kind of like I I had like you know heart eyes for, and then I kind of just blew off the whole plot holes, <laughs> which is fine. I think in this movie it's fine, but at the yeah. same time it really doesn't take that much extra effort to. Right. Well, that's just it. Is like the plot. the two fixes I had. You keep the entirety of the movie. Right. It's just at the very end you just kind of give it that like neatly yeah. wrapped package that we 
that we all know I love and like. So no, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. I won. I won that round. <laughs> you I did boomed. win I, that round. I boomed and fixed it. <laughs> she boomed and fixed it. Serena, um, did you have anything for that? I think that the garage scene in the wedding, sudden wedding, like threw me off. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It was just weird. It's like yeah, they it shouldn't was... have done that. They should have just have him win, landed the helicopter, and had yep. them hug. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's all yep. they needed. Yep. 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 Yeah, it, it was kind of weird. Like, it was missing a scene. Well, I, so I think that part of the reason why, like, they felt compelled to have the wedding at the end is because Vegas, especially back then, was known for the shotgun rent weddings. Yeah, and you know the scene where the, where she said that to him when it was just the two of them on their little awesome... By the way, can we... Can we side note here about that awesome adventure date that they had where they did like 10 <laughs> adventures? I was like, holy okay. goals. Okay, ready? So as it was happening, I said to Betsy, I go, oh my gosh, they're fixing my issue that I have with like love at first sight romances. They're yep. showing their relationship over a course of several weeks of going on different dates. No. That was all in one day. I was like, that was an amazing day. And I was like, what? All of that happened during one day? Yeah, it was, dude. It was, it was a commercial most, for Las Vegas. It was, it, it was a commercial for Las it, Vegas. What it was. It was the, the whole thing actually kind of seemed a little um, oh, yeah. like uh, whatever for the Las Vegas. Even the opening yeah. scene, I'm like, oh, okay. Like they're not trying to. But I mean, that was the most epic adventure date slash like series of adventure dates. They did I couldn't believe and it. Forgot to have lunch. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, uh, okay." And like he met, and he met her father, right? So like, yeah. count that in there. Like, lump that in. Yeah, no, it was pretty epic. So definitely, we keep that in the boom. We fixed it. Yes. Yeah, but we make it a few weeks long for Tracy's sake. Right. So thank you. All right. Notes roundup, guys. What does everyone have? I didn't get the exact quote, and it wasn't exactly quotable, but I liked this scene where I think it was before. For the she loves me but she doesn't know it yet or no maybe it was after when he was a waiter either way she goes do you know how hard it is to earn money and he's like i just want a whole bunch and she goes no not winning money earning money yeah and she had this yeah. whole like and i was just like she's very grounded i like that yeah. whole thing where he was such a dreamer and he just thought of money as something to you know throw out throw away towards your dreams which there can, there can be something to be said about that, but she's like, I work hard for my money. I she know what it's like to. She does. When I like, I like that scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a good. The whole pool interaction, the whole bit was really good. Yeah, yeah. The way you put it is perfect. Like grounded versus dreaming, earned versus one. Like you find that in, in couples today where you have like the grounded couple. Uh, I mean the grounded partner who is really good with the finances and they have the other one. That's like, if they were in charge of the money, then the mortgage would have, you know, you know, obviously you guys, th this takes place in Vegas, right? Gambling is an issue and they do kind of address it in here as well. Like you notice that gazebo scene, that little clip there where she was like, you, any doll, every penny you get, you were going to whatever gamble it yep. to try and spin and get that engine. Yeah. Um. And he's all like, you know, geeked out on his his bet of whatever. And she's like, okay, but like, would you actually quit for me or anybody? Like, it doesn't seem like it would. I'm glad you just said that because that scene. It first off, it reminded me of the um 
somewhere that's green from Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Where oh, yeah. she, I don't know. I don't think she goes into song, but she has this whole moment of, you're right. All of the pennies that you get are going to go towards that engine. And she's like, she basically, they basically have a, where do you see yourself in the future type conversation. And she's like, yeah. I see myself with a house and a white picket fence and several trees. And of course, I think that leads to one of the cutest scenes ever where instead of her, him sending her flowers or candy or something, he buys her a tree. It is really yep. adorable. Which I think I, is, I, it was the, I mean, it turned her around. She was like, I don't want to talk to him again. We broke up, blah, blah, blah. And then he, she's like, oh my God, I'm in love. Like, like yeah. she immediately switches. Yeah. And you know what? I would have too. I have a couple more just random notes, but does anybody else want to go first? Say um, your notes. I, I want to talk, talk a minute about his random ride or die buddy. Who <laughs> yes. No what was his name? Story. What was his name? Is it Shorty? Shorty, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they give him no backstory. All we know is that he's he's Elvis's. We've been calling him Elvis the whole time. What's the character's name? She's Rusty. Jackson. Lucky, Lucky. Lucky Jackson. Lucky. He, um, so Shorty is Lucky's mechanic, but he goes above and beyond. It's like he's almost his like servant. <laughs> yes, ridiculous. Well, you call him his ride or die, and he really is. He, he really is all is. about it. Yeah, no, that was, and I actually have one of his quotes, because it was the scene when he has Lucky replace the waiter for the dinner, and he just walks up to the guy and goes, hey, Frankie, can you be bought? It was just a very, like, quick, yes. quick joke, but it, it he just writes the point. It yep. It off so well. It was just such a great line. Yeah. Those are all my notable notes. So, again, when you had sent us the link that this is the movie that we would be watching, Viva Las Vegas. And everybody, everybody knows that term, right? Viva Las Vegas. And I had asked Betsy, I go, do you know is Viva Las Vegas, is it named that? Is it the movie named that because that's a saying? Or is it a saying because that's the movie? Mm-hmm. And basically the movie is named what that because- the chicken or the egg? Exactly. <laughs> and it, the movie is named after the song Viva Las Vegas. Um, but the song was written- not by Elvis, by somebody else for this movie. And they, so I, so this is where the expression comes from, is from okay. this movie, Viva Las Vegas. That's why you hear the song everywhere. That's people have taken it and it's now become the mantra. Uh, so, and my last thing is Betsy, you told this to me. So, I don't, so can I, Rusty, can I say it then? Yes, please go. Oh, wait. Oh, you said, Oh wait, I thought you were going to go with the, with the sour apple comment. Go ahead. The sour apple. No, go go with that because I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> What's the sour apple? So I so I mean, honestly, I was I was looking at my phone and the computer a lot while watching this movie because why not? So I was looking up Elvis, and apparently, so I looked. I was looking at his awards area in IMDb, and it said that he won the sour apple, something called the sour apple, for two years, nineteen sixty and nineteen sixty six. And I'm like, what on earth is sour apple? Because that sounds phenomenal. And it was a women's press league club would do an award every year. And it was not based on performance, but based on behavior. So they had a golden apple award, which was the, the best actor or actress or the most well-behaved. And then they had the sour apple, which was the worst behaved actor or actress. And Elvis won that twice. <laughs> so apparently so sour apple award was worst behavior. Yes. Yep. So apparently he was difficult to work with. <laughs> Is the moral of that story? You know who I, I bet won that? Gene Kelly. 
Yeah. He probably won the, the sour apple. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I wouldn't have recognized this, um, but Anne Margaret is meta from the Newsies, the 90s Newsies. Yep. Um, gotta, which, gotta bring it back to millennial like knowledge yeah. well I, it, it is i mean everybody knows uh the the swedish meadow lark right yes 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 um miss she meta. yeah miss meta who all the boys you know she works at it which is kind of funny because she's kind of a showgirl in that mm-hmm. you know yeah. a burlesque dancer and what i thought was funny is the song that she sings during the the singing competition because it was a talent competition because obviously there was a talent competition in here during a, a car race movie. Of course. Um, <laughs> uh, she sings a song that's basically like, like how, what I can get from guys who, who are trying to woo me, which is the song that Meta from the Broadway Newsies sings yeah. is the song of like, all these guys are fawning over me and giving me things, which I yeah. think is just so meta. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's so meta. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't even mean that. I know. Pun not intended. Um, it's funny you say that because that scene actually in, in Viva Las Vegas, that scene actually reminded me of um, when Adelaide, Adelaide, one of Adelaide's song in Guys and Dolls. He, she has, uh, Take Back Your Mink, that's the name of it. Yeah. Yeah, those um, are just my little tidbits that I thought was, you know, interesting. Those are good. Those are good tidbits. The Martini Shot. Clink. Would you recommend this movie? I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes too. I'm saying yes as well. Yeah, it's it's not a deep movie. It no. is pure fun. Yep, if it's just pure fun, fun. peak sixties quintessential Elvis. Yes, done. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials. And we'll see you at the movie house. Viva! Viva! Las Vegas! Thank you. Thank you very much.